Isaiah 27, 2 through 3 says this, In that day, a vineyard of wine, sing of it. I, the Lord, am its keeper. I water it every moment so that no one will damage it. I guard it day and night. John 10, 27 through 30, Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give eternal life to them, and they shall never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Do you ever have that feeling like you forgot something? Maybe you're on the way to the airport and you're thinking, I know I forgot something. Well, if you're like me, you probably did forget something and you get to your destination and you have to do without it or you have to buy it or or whatever and it may be annoying. But when you have that unsettled feeling in your spiritual life, it can be debilitating. It can result in sleepless nights It just, you can have this insecurity that affects everything. And some of us struggle with that more than others. I know for me, it has been an off and on lifelong struggle. It's like, I know, I know that Jesus finished the work on my behalf. He said it on the cross. It is finished. And the Bible gives us so many promises that if we trust God, entrust our soul to him, to Jesus, that he holds us, that he keeps us. But I love reading those promises because that old fear would love to come back and steal my peace. So those verses I read in the beginning about how no one can snatch us out of Jesus's hand. No one can snatch us out of the father's hand. I and the Father are one. That beautiful picture, those verses I discovered when I was in junior high school. Like I said, this has been a lifelong struggle. And so when I read those verses, I thought that is the coolest picture. That is so reassuring that he will not leave us and no one can snatch us from his hand. Well, Jesus knew that sometimes we would feel that unrest in our souls. And so he gave us this beautiful, beautiful promise. It's in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, maybe very familiar verses for you. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So really, Jesus is just asking us to come to him. He will give us rest. You know, those verses in Isaiah, Isaiah 27 that I read in the beginning, they're fulfilled in Jesus. It is so amazing that God says he waters his vineyard every moment every moment so that no one would damage it. He guards it day and night. And when I, when I think about that, I think about how Jesus intercedes for us every moment. He's currently 
sitting at God's right hand, interceding for you. If you have come to him and put your faith in him for your salvation, it's so beautiful. In Romans 8, it says this, who will bring a charge? This is verse 33. Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus is he who died. Yes, rather, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who always intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? And then moving on to verse 37, it says this, but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. I'm convinced that neither lot, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. It's like Paul just goes overboard in his, in his words to say, there's nothing, nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ, from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And even on top of that, you know, Jesus is on the right hand of, of God interceding for us. And then you think about, these other verses in Romans 8, Romans 8 is such a beautiful chapter if you struggle with an unsettling, with with having trouble with assurance of salvation. Um, it talks about in Romans 8, 26, how the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. He intercedes for us. It says this, in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So you think, wow, maybe there's some some sin I haven't confessed. Maybe there's something I don't even know. Well, Well, the Holy Spirit is interceding for you. Jesus is on the right hand of God, the father interceding for you. He knows all. He knows everything you were going to do before you came to him. He knows what you were going to do after you came to him. He has you covered. He is guarding you. He does not sleep. He's the good shepherd. You know, those verses in John 10, actually John 10 starts out by by talking about how Jesus is the door of the sheep, you know, that the enemy of our soul would like to tell us that we're not safe, that something can come and snatch us. But no, Jesus is the good shepherd. He guards your soul. He is the door. He does not let anything come in that will, that will keep you from God. He is the guardian of our souls. Second Peter 2, 24 through 25 says, says this, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. 
Okay, that may sound familiar. That is actually a phrase from Isaiah 53. Yes, we are again meeting Jesus and Isaiah. Verse 25, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. Jesus is the overseer of your soul and you can trust him. He will not, he will not let you down. Wow. He is the anchor for our soul is what it says in Hebrews 6. It says this in Hebrews 6, 19. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. It's talking about Jesus as our high priest, that we have that as our assurance because he has already made the perfect sacrifice for our sin. And then when you go to Hebrews 7, 25, it says this, consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. Wow. These promises assure us that we can rest that we can sleep, that the reason we can rest is because Jesus doesn't rest. He is always protecting us, always guarding us, always keeping us. We can rest. We can trust him. He is trustworthy. He will never, ever leave us. He will never forsake us. So I hope that these verses have given you the assurance that you can rest, that you can sleep, that you can can find that rest. It's so beautiful in Psalm 127. God says this, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil for he gives to his beloved sleep. Know this, you are loved. If you have come to Jesus, he is in charge of your soul. He has given you this promise. You will find rest for your soul. God gives his beloved sleep. He guards. It is his job to guard you once you've entrusted yourself to him. Psalm 121 says this, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our mini devotional. And if you did, please share it with a friend.